So now that we did a deep dive into what Kitneus is and the different debates over the years regarding items and lists, so I just want to bring out from a practical standpoint what exactly is done in the cashless world when it comes to certifying products to make sure their kidney is free on, on Pesach. So here are some foods that might contain kidneys. Again, anything that might contain chametz from uh, the, the, the original share that we spoke about different items and flavors. So those, the same way they're suspect of being chametz because there's a concern that the original starch came from one of the chametz minadagon. So all the more so, there is a significant concern that the starch came from kidneys. Kidneys is typically much cheaper than the chameshes mini dagan. So let's say rice in Japan is much cheaper than wheat, and corn in America is much cheaper than wheat. Um, and you go to other part, other countries. Typically, the kidneys, the legumes, are a cheaper product. Uh, that's probably based on the fact that it's not considered dagan. That's for uh, for the rice, uh, you know, the, the biblical standpoint. But either way, is much more common ingredient uh, in, in food, and therefore, it is much more difficult to certify. To, to make sure there's no kidneys in a food than to make sure there is no chametz. So here are just a, just a, a brief list, not a comprehensive list of foods that might contain uh, kidneys. So preservatives, uh, starches, dextrose, xanthan gum, uh, lecithin, sorbitol. Those are classic uh, cornstarch, obviously, items that might contain kidneys. The kosherous agencies work with a very similar list. Um, meaning to, to, similar to each other. You might find one or two differences amongst the uh, major agencies, but they have a list, and not to, not to go uh, all in on the list, but the list would include um, stream beans, peas, beans, corn, soy, sunflower, rice. Uh, corn is obviously the, the, the obvious one, if I didn't mention it yet. And other ones going down the list, depending on depending on the agency, they might add a few more. That's how the cautious agencies deal with it. Now it happens to be that over the past, I would say, half a dozen years, the OU and several other hashkachas started uh, being nice to the Svardim. And it's one of two things. They realized that the Svardim don't have many options to consume kidneys. And to make sure it's chametz free. And on the other hand, there are many svarim that they they felt we'll just look at an ingredient panel and we'll see that it doesn't say uh, chametz, doesn't say kidneys, and uh, we'll eat it because and if it does say kidneys, we hold we could eat kidneys. And people were drinking Coca Cola and you know Heinz ketchup, all those types of foods, not realizing that many of these products contain questionable uh, you know, ingredients as far as chametz is concerned, and, and therefore the, the OU and other agencies started giving hashkacha le'oichle kitneus, for those that eat kitneus. Now, what, what that means is that they are verifying that this product is 100% chametz free. So, they're not saying that there might be chametz. No, it's 100% chametz free. It's basically kosher Pesach for Svardin. For Ashkenazim, you shouldn't eat it because you have a minog not to eat it. But there is no concern for chametz. And when you speak to people at the OU, they will say that it's much more difficult to give hashkacha that something is kosher Pesach, la'oich le'kitnius, because you're running into, into products that are made all over the world that are not made specifically for Pesach. 
And uh, you have to be very careful. You could have the same company that does uh, cornstarch, but they also do wheat starch, and they also do uh, a company that makes sorbitol that made out of corn. Yet they'll also make sorbitol out of wheat. Are they sharing the same equipment? Do they have the same steam system? So there are many, many question, questions that come up when trying to certify a company as kosher Pesach. And uh, as even, you know, even if you're saying so just want to point out and repeat that just because you may be Sephardi or you are relying that the kidneys is a small percentage, which you shouldn't do without knowing, you still have to be concerned for the chametz part of it. And unless you know for sure there's no chametz in it, you should not consume the product. With that being said, we'll just throw in some other heterim regarding, or just practical heterim regarding kidneys. Number one, it's important to know in situations of bidiyavid, as you mentioned, there are many different items that are suspect of containing chametz or suspect of containing kidneys. So bidiyavid, a person should ask a shayla, let's say you use the wrong ketchup or barbecue sauce or vinegar or oil. So depending on the situation, if it's chametz, then you might get one answer. If it's kidneys, you will definitely get a different answer of what you should do with your kalim and what you should do with your food. When it comes to chalim, when it comes to sick people, elderly people, it's important for them to differentiate between what's kidneys, what's chametz, what's a question of kidneys. Additionally, from a Hilcha Shabbos perspective, kidneys is not muksa. You could, uh, let's say you had uh, rice in your house, you're not going to eat it on Pesach, but let's say it was not, uh, well, there's no wheat in that rice, it's just rice. So it's not muksa. You could feed it to your Sephardi friend, and therefore uh, you could you could own it on Pesach. Regarding medicines, we are going to be much more makal if it's a kidney's question, then if it's a chametz question, many of the melatonin products, especially the chewable melatonins, contain kidneys. Some actually contain chametz. But let's say you can you confirmed that there's no chametz in there. So assuming it's being consumed by a child who cannot fall asleep, or even an adult, so that might be in the category of a chayla or tsar, and one could indeed consume that if they confirmed that there's no chametz. It's only a question of of, of kidneys. Additionally, many antacids contain kidneys, so depending how bad the heartburn is, and once you've confirmed that there is no chametz in this product, so then you might be you might be able to take the antacids on Pesach, assuming you're in that level of tsar, that level of chayla. And finally, some of the hydration uh, beverages, um, the OU has a list in their magazine, and there are a few other ones that aren't on the public list, but some people know you know, offline, and those items could be consumed by someone who's dehydrated, even if they're not yet uh, in danger, but someone who needs to to rehydrate after after being in the sun for too long, or an elderly person who, who needs fluids, someone like that, where a doctor's saying, you know, drink something that's, that's giving you more electrolytes than water, if a doctor's recommending it, so then we would say, let's ignore the kidneys aspect of it, once we have verified that there is no chametz, and we could indeed uh, consume this product. So, Mr. Shem, as we continue the shiurim, we'll get into some of the more uh, specific products. We'll talk about meat, we'll talk about coffee, we'll talk about other uh, fruit juices and dried fruit. So, Mr. Shem, stay tuned.